What's good? Welcome to Real Shakers Podcast, where we build people one life at a time and bring you from believing to being. Straight like that. Mediocre and master don't mix. One cannot be mediocre and claim to be a master at the same time. Because just like oil and water don't mix, mediocre and master don't mix. And so mediocre, uh, the definition of mediocre is not very good. It just simply means not very good. And if we go back some centuries, the actual meaning of mediocre means halfway up the mountain. It means that you was going or you were striving to get somewhere, but halfway you stop. Or you thought that the place that you got to was good enough and there was nowhere else to go. Like that's literally what mediocre means. And so if we look at life, they got a lot of people that's mediocre because they reaching for the mark, but then once they get to a certain place in Christendom, I ain't even gonna say in Christ, in Christendom, they kind of get settled and they get comfortable. And they think that is the end-all, be-all, but there's more of Christ left to be manifest. And so proclamation always precedes manifestation. So as a, as a believer, as a child of God, there's some proclaiming that we got to do. Uh, on a daily basis, you ought to be proclaiming some things. You won't just be around here uh, so indulged in the cares of this world that you forget who you are. So no matter what's going on, you cannot forget who you are. No matter what widespread outbreak is in occurrence, you cannot forget who you are. Because not because, you know, because I, I don't even want to speak about it too much, but I will speak about it a little bit because this is the present time that we're in. And so Jesus always spoke about the present time because future but present at the same time. And so right now, we got this, uh, and I don't even want to say the name too many times because um, it just ain't that big a deal. Uh, but I, I, I've heard about, you know, churches canceling service uh, for fear of a virus being spread. So I'm trying to figure out um, if the world system is shutting stuff down and the church shutting stuff down too, then is the church really leading the way or is the church really conform to the world system? Do we believe that a virus is more powerful than Christ? You want Corona or Christ? But now I cannot uh, build up faith for something that I don't want. Do I get educated? Do I, do, I, do, I, do I follow precautions? Absolutely. But do I walk around here in fear like I don't know who I am? Absolutely not. Because if I do, then I differ myself from nothing or nobody. And so now, am I really in Christ? So now, now am I living a fresh life or a flesh life? Do I not want to encounter people because 
Because now I got I got like I, I have to understand. So now I can't just have dominion over my situations. I got to have dominion over everything. And so I can't just have dominion for a moment, but I got to have dominion all the time. So now if they come out with uh, Socorro, I got dominion over Socorro just like I got dominion over Corona. Because Christ is in me. And so now we have to understand who we are. The minute we start fashioning ourselves after the world, and that's a part of the reason why it's so difficult to reach uh, believers and non-believers, because we have made Christ so mediocre. We've made him not the magnificent master that he is. And so now, in order for, because now when, when Christ, Christ wasn't training everybody. He was training disciples. He was training disciplined ones who were going to follow after him. Because everybody ain't going to be able to do it. And that's okay. But now the ones that I'm spending time with that are, are being disciplined to be me, like, you got to be able to understand who you are. And so now, like, we just can't get in this world and then, you know, we let the news media and the pandemic and stuff get us all in a fear. And then, you know, we up in there buying up all the Lysol and all the, you know, the hand sanitizer and, you know, all the sheets and the mask and everything. I'm going to change my sheets every night. Because if I put myself I'm not, because I'm not saying don't be stupid. I'm not saying be stupid. I'm not saying be like, come here, cough on me. Breathe on me, y'all. All three of y'all, just breathe on me right quick. No, but I'm, but I'm saying, even if somebody do breathe on you or cough on you, you ain't, oh, Jesus. Get thee behind me, Satan. Because now... The minute that I subject myself to anything of this world is the minute that I put down my crown. And now, because you have to understand that you got a king on the inside of you. There's a king living on the inside of you. So now, if there's a king living on the inside of you, then you are to walk around in this world as a king or a queen. Amen? So let's turn... Uh, let's turn to Mark chapter 7 real quick. Because it's a crime against God to be good at a lot of different things, but not excellent or masterful in any. Because that was nothing that Jesus was mediocre in. He was always masterful. No matter the situation, no matter the predicament, whether it was a tough situation, something that had never been seen before, he was always ready to manifest in that moment. Because I have to know who I am, what's in me, and what I'm in. Because if not, then I'm not really one uh, expressing the true nature of God. Do you believe if God was here right now, he would be fearful of some coronavirus? No. 
or do you think he would walk in dominion over it? Do you believe that he would shut down church, or do you believe that he would invite all those who's sick to come in and be healed? Let's not stay away in fear of catching something, but let's cast out whatever's been caught. We got to understand Christ's nature. We got to understand Christ's mindset. And so now let's turn to Mark 7, uh, verse 37. Uh, let's start at verse 36. Let's start at verse 35. And straightway his ears were open, and the string of his tongue uh, was loose, and he spake plain. And he charged them that they should tell no man. But the more he charged them, so much the more a great deal they published it. And were beyond measure astonished, saying, He hath done all things well. So a key mark of Jesus' life and his ministry was him doing all things well. And so in the Strong's, the definition of well there is uh, beautifully, finely, or excellently. And so in life, in order to actually be a master, I have to begin a practice of doing things in an excellent way. Because if not, I can give no glory to God. Because if you do something raggedy, that's not giving God no glory. If people know when they come to you, they go get uh, attitude, they go get uh, bad service, they go get uh, somebody trying to get over on them, how is that giving glory to God? If you do have a business, if they know that they go get a half-done job, what about that is giving glory to God? How can anybody see glory in you if what you're doing isn't done in an excellent way. And so now, is it possible to be a master of all things? Absolutely. Because Jesus himself was. But now, I can't just try to be, because now if I, I, I keep trying to be a jack of all trades. Like, I have to, in order for me to actually master them all, I got to start with one. Because how you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. No matter how big the elephant is or how many pieces it is, you can only go one bite at a time. So in order to master, we have to be able to master things one at a time. Like once you, because now once you begin to master that thing, you become disciplined in order to master something else. And so now the timeline between novice and master shortens. All right. Let's turn to 1 Corinthians, chapter 2. Because we're going to see how Jesus was able, no matter what situation he found himself in or that found him, he was able to master that moment. No matter how big or how outrageous the moment was, he was always able to master it and express the true nature of God and put it on display 
for others to be able to see. Uh, let's look at verse 16. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Say, I have the mind of Christ. So what kind of mind does Christ have? Does Christ have a corona mindset? Or does Christ have a kingdom mindset? Because the kingdom reigns supreme over all. So my mind must be fixed or set on the kingdom. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6 real quick. Because not every time you even do hear uh, corona, the kingdom ought to rise up in you. Like God's government ought to rise up in you. Say, something ain't right about this. Because that's what we, we're supposed to be agents of the kingdom. We're supposed to be bringing the kingdom here in earth and on earth. So now I can't be subject to everything everybody else dealing with. Nah, it's time for the kingdom to show up. Because not everywhere you go, that's where the kingdom at. So now, them steps we were taking last week, I am, I am, I am. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom. Because everywhere I go, I'm bringing the kingdom with me. So now, do I believe that a virus, a sickness, or disease can stay or live in the kingdom? Because the kingdom goes squeeze out every bit of disease, a sickness, a virus in your body. Because anything that's not like him don't belong in me. So if it ain't supposed to be living in the kingdom, it ain't supposed to be living in me. So I don't have fear, worried about something getting in, because if it get in, it got to get out. Or, 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 or do we just believe in the kingdom when it's convenient uh, for us to get a new house or a new car or to get a promotion? Or do we have a kingdom mindset in every affair of our life? Because now we're not talking about this, uh, this talking game. We're talking about this walking game to where I'm actually walking the kingdom out. So now I'm not bringing... Uh, because we have to always be aware that we're in this world, but we're a kingdom in this world. All right, all right. So now, whatever the situation is, you've got to find a way to bring the kingdom into it. We was, in, we was in Atlanta over the weekend, and my cousin, he had a, a freak injury or something to where, you know, he couldn't pick his head up, his back was hurting, his body was just all in a knot. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't figure it out. And so... Uh, you know, I'm not one of them people that just be like, you know, can I pray for you? <laughs> you know, that's just not my vibe. Let me lay hands on you. That's just not my vibe. So we're just sitting there in conversation. And so, you know, we get ready to get towards the end of the evening. And so, uh, you know, I just, you know, I just, you know, I just put my hand on his shoulder. I think First Lady had told him uh, something before that, that he was going to be here. And I just put my hand on his shoulder. I say, I say, man, by stripes you're here. He said, I receive it or thank you or something. And I say, okay, that's my entryway. And so the whole way walking out of that venue, I had it in my hand. Yeah. 
right there on his neck and on his shoulder. Because I have to understand that just because he's dealing with it don't mean that he got to keep dealing with it. Because I'm here to bring the kingdom. I might have been in Atlanta for a different reason, but now I see that God got me here to bring the kingdom on the scene. Because wherever I go, it's an opportunity for the kingdom. For God's way of operating or functioning to be made manifest in the eyes of men. So what looked like just a regular, come walk with me. What looked just like a regular walk to the parking lot, there was something supernatural taking place. But now I got to know that the kingdom is in me and I'm authorized by God to transfer what's in me to somebody else. Regardless of their situation, regardless of what they're dealing with, I say I am. Carrying, carrying the kingdom. Like, that's the kind of vibe, that's the kind of mentality you got to have, not just when you in here. Because the kingdom, just like an X, it has to be publicized. People got to see the kingdom on display. That's why Jesus say, don't look over there. Don't look over there. The kingdom right here. So now, once the kingdom is here, once it's on the inside of you, once you understand who you are and what you're carrying, I'm not just one of these regular people walking around here hoping that something don't happen to me. But I rebuke anything from touching me, and if it touch anybody that's close to me, I'm getting it up off of them. That's the kind of authority that you got when you in the kingdom. If you're not in the kingdom and you're just in church, then you need to be fearful. Be seated, be seated, be seated. They got a lot of people in church who are not in the kingdom. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. Lord Jesus, I got to hurry up. Matthew chapter 6. Let's go to verse 10. Thy kingdom! We got all the rest of that prayer. We can remember. Thy kingdom! Thy kingdom! So the kingdom got to come. In order for thy will, the will can't be done until the kingdom come. But the kingdom has to come in the view in your mind before it could ever come to view in your life. My mind got to be fixed on the kingdom. Because now I cannot be conformed, but I got to be transformed by the renewing of my mind in the kingdom. I'm a kingdom citizen. Say, I am the kingdom of God. Because Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. 
So now if it's within you, it is you. Come on, God, I got to hurry up. Let's go to verse 13. At least not temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So the kingdom ain't even a temporary thing. It's a forever thing. I live forever in the kingdom. So now when my mind, when our kingdom come, when my mind becomes a kingdom, it becomes set on a kingdom, then I am in the kingdom forever. So I can't be somewhere and be like, oh, I'm not in the kingdom today. No, no, I am in the kingdom forever. And so now when my mind is fixed on being in the kingdom forever, what's next? The power. I got the power forever. Because the power is connected to the kingdom. Then the same glory that Jesus carried, that he gave us, it's forever. Because the kingdom is forever. But now the power can't be forever and the glory can't be forever if the kingdom ain't came yet. So the kingdom got to come into view in your mind. You have to start seeing everything as an opportunity to display the kingdom. Because you, you guys display. God displays himself through you. Uh, shucks. Uh, okay, one of our favorite movies in our culture, Coming to America. When the prince of Zamunda came to America, he didn't stop being the prince of Zamunda. Even though he wanted to come here and conform to this world, he was still who he was. But now when somebody doesn't have or comes with different motives for why they're here, then they're not going to be here carrying the kingdom That's right. That's right. at all times. That's right. But now, when King Jeffrey Jofa came over, <laughs> you knew that the king was in town. Because they had the whole fleet of cars. They had the girls out there throwing the roses out in front of the way. Because the king is here. Ain't from here, but I'm here from another kingdom. But I'm not gonna let being here make me not remember or not function as a king. Even though I'm not one of y'all citizens, I'm still a king, pimp. So he was still wearing that lion. He was still wearing, he still had that same power, that same dominion. Because now, even when Simi, oh Lord. I'm gonna give y'all five more because I shortchanged y'all five minutes. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I don't know if I'm gonna give it all to y'all, but we'll see. 
even when Simeon, uh, Simeon the prince, they ran out of funds and they needed more, all they had to do was contact the kingdom. Because I have no lack in the kingdom. Even though I'm in a different place. I'm in a different society. I'm in a different world. All of my resources are still in the kingdom. So he said, should I ask for 200,000? 300? She say, why not make it five? Why not make it a cool million? Because now you have to understand that you cannot be thinking small. Because the king got it. And now, Lord Jesus, somebody can't, nobody can't give you nothing that ain't theirs. If I asked you for uh, the keys to my Mercedes Benz, you can't give them to me because they're not yours. They're mine. If I asked you to give me uh, her purse, you can't give it to me because that ain't yours. That's hers. Because if you go to reach for her purse, you might get a hallelujah slap. But only when something belongs to somebody can they give it to you. So now let's turn to Matthew. Chapter 16. Give it to me in verse 18. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. The only person that can give you the keys to the kingdom is the king. Somebody say Jesus. 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 Is the king. So now if I got a special relationship with the king, As he is, so am I. So whatever he has, so now he didn't gave you the keys to his kingdom. Because now in this, in this, uh, we go keep it, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Keep going. Then charged he his disciples, because everybody can't get the keys. The keys, not for everybody. Just because you go to church don't mean that you get the keys. You have to have a revelation of the kingdom and the king of the kingdom in order to receive these keys. And now let's turn to Matthew 11 real quick. Hallelujah. Give me verse 12. Give it to me in the Passion Translation, too. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. Because, keep, give, me, give it to me in the Passion. Yeah. 
from the moment John stepped onto the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth. And passionate people have taken hold of his power. <laughs> Are you really passionate about the kingdom? Or are you passionate about a bunch of other stuff? Because now, when I understand that um, there are some things in my life that I can't be asking for, but I have to passionately take a hold of and take it by force. Because I've been given the keys to the kingdom. So now, if there's something that's been held up for me, it's time for me to get out my keys and go in and take what belongs to me. If it's been locked up, it ain't going to be locked up no more because I got the keys to this kingdom. You got the keys to the kingdom. You have all access to everything. And so the mind of uh, the mindset of Christ and the kingdom of God is knowing that all things are yours because I am in the kingdom. And so at any given time, at any given moment, I can put a demand on what's already rightfully mine because that's what kings do. I don't be asking. King Jeffrey Jovi, he wasn't going around asking people. He was telling them. Where them roses at? Why y'all ain't throwing the roses at my son's feet? Because when I operate in the kingdom, I start commanding things. Not just asking, but commanding, telling that thing what I wanted to do. Because that comes from a mindset and that power that's forever being in the kingdom. A lot of people try to walk in power outside of the kingdom. And so now if we're even thinking about a kingdom, when they cast people out of the kingdom back in the day, they threw them outside of the walls, into the darkness, where you got to try to fend for your own. But now once you're in the kingdom, there's safety, there's protection, there's provision. But on the outside, you can't be outside the kingdom. Uh, like, how, like how you go hate from outside the club? You can't even get in. Like how you go hate on the outside of the kingdom? Like, how you going to be on the outside of the kingdom hating on people inside of the kingdom when you have been given every right to operate inside of the kingdom? Because say, I am, I am in, the in the kingdom, and the kingdom, and the kingdom is in me. Now that you know the vibe, take out time to subscribe to our YouTube channel at World Shakers TV. Thank you for tuning in.